Welcome to the Keisha Wright Show, a weekly faith-based podcast for sisters, where we talk about everything concerning women. You name it, we'll cover it. There's no issue or topic off limits to God. And on this podcast, we'll expand the conversations. I'm your host and humble servant, Keisha Wright, licensed mental health therapist in the state of Maryland and transformation coach. As a therapist, it is my responsibility to advise you that this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for services from your very own mental health professional. Hello, 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 beautiful people. It's me, Keisha Wright, your humble servant and host. And as always, I want to extend a heartfelt thank you and express genuine appreciation for you tuning in and supporting my show. So how are you ladies doing today? How are you really doing? I always say that this was the topic of my very first episode. And if you haven't had an opportunity to listen to it, so that you can know what I am talking about when I say, how are you doing? I strongly encourage you to do so. So as I do every week, the first segment of the podcast of this episode is to find out how you're doing and to ask you to do a self-check. I always encourage you to check in with yourself to see how you are really doing. Because as women, we don't do that often enough. We're always taking care of someone else. And a lot of times our needs go unmet. We don't take the time to evaluate ourselves, to spend time with ourselves, to see how we're really doing. So I want you to do that at this time. So what I'm going to do is start by reminding you about what our check-in was for last week. And I hope that you really took the time to evaluate it. So during our check-in segment last week, I asked you whether or not you are emotionally exhausted. And if so, what are you doing about it? I gave you the definition of emotional exhaustion according to the Mayo Clinic. And that definition is Uh, It says when stress begins to accumulate from negative or challenging events in life that just keep coming. In other words, you get over one thing and then it's something else and it's something else. It just keeps coming and you find yourself in a state of feeling emotionally worn out and drained. I know that you guys can relate to that. And I also gave you six questions that may be indicators that you are suffering from some emotional exhaustion. So number one, you may be feeling drained with a lack of motivation. Number two, are you easily irritated? Number three, you may be experiencing feelings of hopelessness. Number four, you may be exhibiting some physical symptoms such as fatigue, headaches, stomach ache, etc. Number five, you may be having difficulty focusing or absent-mindedness. And number six, sometimes when we are emotionally overwhelmed, we have increased pessimism or 
negativity. So I hope that you were able to learn some things about yourself as a result of evaluating whether or not you are emotionally overwhelmed and, or exhausted. And I hope that you are putting um, strategies in place for you to overcome this issue. So during this week's self-check segment, I want you to evaluate who or what you are spending your energy on and what are you getting in return. So this week, I want you to evaluate who or what you are spending your energy on and evaluate what on, I want you to evaluate what you are getting in return. So what are you doing that is not worth the energy that you're spending on it? Who are you spending time with that is not worth the energy? And I'm not trying to sound mean, but some of us are doing some things and it's not worth us spending the energy on it. Some of us are spending time with people that right now, I don't want to say that they're not worth it, but we should not be spending energy on these people. Do you even think about how you're spending your energy? And do you know it? Can you recognize when you're wasting your energy? And so I'm going to give you five things that may indicate that you are wasting your energy. And please, ladies, I want you to really think about this when you're in your quiet time. Here are five things that you can think about to kind of evaluate what you're spending your energy on. And is it a waste of your energy? Number one, are you a, a yes lady? If you are a person that always says yes, you find it difficult to say no, I can't do that. You may be wasting your energy. Number two, do you complain a lot? Sometimes complaining is an indicator of lack of contentment or doing things that you shouldn't be doing or not doing things that you should be doing. You complain, you know, you're not content with what you're doing because you're doing things that you shouldn't be doing and the things that you should be doing, you're not doing them. So if you're complaining a lot about those kinds of things, you could be wasting your energy. Number three, you spend a lot of time with people that don't inspire you to grow. What does that look like? Sometimes what that looks like is you're at the higher, you're, you're, let me see, how can I say this? The people that you spend your time with, you're at the highest level. Like everybody looks up to you. You know, so everybody is looking to you to mentor them or to be there for them. And so if that is the case, if in most of your circles, you're at the highest height and, um, and this is not in a, I'm not saying this like everybody else is beneath you, but sometimes we do find ourselves in circles where we're at the highest height and other people have not reached some of the places that we've reached. And so my question to you is, if that is always your scenario or always your situation, who are you learning from? Who is inspiring you to do more? 
So that's one thing that that could look like. And the second thing is that you view yourself, you actually see yourself in that way. You know, and you know, that kind of hoity-toity type thing. Like if that is you, then you may be wasting your energy. Number four, you pick the wrong battles to fight or ignore. You pick the wrong battles to fight or ignore. What do I mean by that? For some of us, we're always fighting. We fight every battle. Anything that comes our way that we don't like, we're fighting. If somebody does something to somebody we love, we're fighting. You know, we're the one. We're standing up. We're taking everything on. And it's either It either looks like that or you're lacking fight. You don't have any fight in you. So number four, you pick the wrong battles to fight or ignore, meaning you either, you're either fighting too much or you're not fighting at all. So if you're fighting too much, you may be wasting your energy on the things that you're fighting about. If you're not fighting at all, and you should be, you're probably fighting about fighting things that you shouldn't be fighting, which leaves you um, uh, unable to fight in the areas that you should be fighting. I, I got a little tongue, t- tongue twisted. I hope you get what I'm saying. So, you know, how you're spending your time fighting, because we do have to fight sometimes. But if you find like, if you find, if you, if you're that person that's always fighting, that's a problem. And if there are things that have, that are happening in your, in your life and you don't have any flight, any fight, what, what's draining you? What, what's causing you to not have any fight? That could mean that you are spending your energy unwisely. And the last thing is you're not intentional about learning new things to expand your mind. You're not intentional about learning new things to expand your mind. And so what's going on that you don't want to learn, that you're not trying new things? Is it because you're just tired? It could mean that you are spending your energy unwisely. So um, I want you to give that, give those things some thought. And that is your self-evaluation for the week. Listen, there is no judgment. There is no condemnation. There's no shame. The only reason that I ask you to evaluate yourself is so that you can begin to take the steps necessary to correct some of your behaviors so that you can ultimately have a better quality of life. That's it. So based on those five indicators, are you wasting your energy? And if so, what are you going to do about it, sister? So that is the self-check for the week. And so I'm moving on so that I can get into this week's topic. But as I always do, I just wanted to give you some nuggets from last week's episode, which was entitled My Cup is Empty. And I talked about those times in our lives where we feel like we just don't have anything else to give. That place where we are emotionally drained. I talked about emotional exhaustion. And I shared some some things that emotional exhaustion can do to us to harm us if we're not careful. So I'm just going to give you those things uh, really quickly. And then we're going to move right into today's topic. So um, when we are most emotionally exhausted, we have physical symptoms, we have mental symptoms, 
emotional symptoms, performance symptoms. It affects our sleep and it affects our relationships. In that episode, I provided healthy lifestyle choices that can help us with each one of the symptoms that I just mentioned. So if you did not catch last week's episode, I encourage you to check it out because as I expressed last week, emotional exhaustion is serious and it could impact your life in ways that you could not even begin to think of. So check out that episode that episode, and do whatever you have to do to relieve yourself of some of the emotional exhaustion that you may be feeling. So that said, I'm going to move right into what today's topic is. And the topic for today is who or what are you wrestling with? Who or what are you wrestling with? And so, you know, last week's episode was, was pretty long. I probably should have broken it up into two episodes, but I didn't. And oh, well, I messed up and I want to apologize and say sorry, sisters, for that long episode. And I hope that you were able to get through all of it, even if you had to break it up and listen to it you know, um, a little bit at a time. So this week I'm going to try to be a little shorter. I'm, I I don't have as much to say. I don't think, but you know, the Lord supersedes that because if he starts downloading into me, I got to say it. But my goal is for this week's episode to be much shorter than last week's. Okay. So listen, I said, the topic is who or what are you wrestling with? So, um, Last week during my private Bible study time, I was reading the story about Esau and his brother Jacob, right? And I was just minding my business under really, really, really having a good time reading the story. Like I wasn't really doing, doing a study. I I, I was simply reading it and, and enjoying it. So the short version of the story is that Esau and Jacob were twins. Esau was born first, which made him the oldest. Jacob was born second and Jacob's name means supplanter, which basically means to displace or take the place of. Well, um, Jacob and I'm skipping, I'm skipping to the moral of the story. Jacob tricked his father into blessing him, blessing Jacob with Esau's, his older brother's birthright. So basically Jacob stole his brother's birthright, right? And so when Esau found out about it, he vowed that he would kill Jacob. And so Jacob ran. And I'm telling you, go back and read the whole story. You can Google it if you're not familiar with where it is in the Bible. It's in Genesis. Um, But Google it. Just Google um, Jacob and Esau. That's spelled E-S-A-U. Jacob and Esau's story in the Bible. And, And Google will tell you exactly where it starts. So when um, Esau, I said, when Esau found out what Jacob had done, he was, he was devastated and he vowed that he would kill um, Jacob. So Jacob's mother heard what he said and she told Jacob, boy, you need to run. And so here is where this topic kind of fits in. And here we go. So many years, wives and children later, 
God instructs Jacob to go back home. Right? So Jacob was afraid to go home because his brother vowed that he would kill him. He didn't know what he would be walking into. So here I'm going to pick up the, the actual Bible story. And then I'm going to tell you how I got this thing with wrestling with God. And I'm telling you it's some good stuff. It's going to be real quick, but stay with me. Cause I promise it, this is going to bless you. So I'm starting with in Genesis 32 and I'm going to read verses 22 through 29. And this is when Jacob got instructions from God to go back home. It says, and he, he arose that night and took his two wives his two female servants and his 11 sons and crossed over the ford of Jabbok. He took them, sent them over the brook and sent over what he had. Then Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. That's where I got the title from. Uh, it says, then Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now, when he saw that he did not prevail against him, meaning when the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaks. This is what the man said to Jacob. Let me go for the day breaks. But he said, this is what Jacob said. I will not let you go unless you bless me. This is the wrestling now. Listen, he says, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? This is the man asking Jacob, what is your name? So Jacob answered and said, Jacob. And he said, this is the man, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked, saying, tell me your name, I pray thee. I guess Jacob was like, you asked me my name, tell me your name. And he said, meaning the man said, why is it that you ask about my name? And he blessed him there. The man blessed Jacob right there. And so let this, this next verse tells us who the man is. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel for I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. So Jacob was wrestling with God. He was wrestling with God. And so when I read that, I mean, and I'm just enjoying the story and I'm minding my business. I'm telling you, I was not in a study. I was just laying in my bed, reading the word on my phone, right? I ain't had, I wasn't looking up no words. I wasn't in my strongs. I was just enjoying the story. So God said to me that he wanted to talk to me after I read this thing about wrestling. So usually when he does that, I'm just like, you know, like what God, like what? Like all I want to do is just enjoy this story. And I wasn't being disrespectful to God, but I, I mean, I just knew that that was a setup, right? And so what God told me was that I'm wrestling with the wrong people. I said, okay, I can take that. I'm wrestling with the wrong people. I get it. 
But then he went on to say, and he was so, it was audible. It was like, it was just, I don't even know how to explain it. He told me specifically, and I, and then, you know, I don't know. After he told me this, you know, I kind of struggled with him on what I was supposed to do with this information. And he told me, hence is why I'm about to say this on the podcast, even though I don't necessarily want to, but I'm really cool with it because, you know, I'm a truth bearer and whatever God tells me to say, I'm going to say. So this is what he told me specifically. First, he told me I'm wrestling with the wrong people. And then he told me specifically, stop wrestling with your husband. He says, stop wrestling with your husband. And I was like, (laughs) okay, I ain't like it because I knew exactly what he was talking about. And the Lord said to me, that thing that you're wrestling with him for, only I can give it to you. He doesn't have it. You know, and I thought about my mentor, Sister Mom, because, you know, she and I have had some, you know, some really good conversations about my marriage where I can just be totally transparent with her about some things. And I can remember her saying to me, he ain't got it anyhow. Meaning the thing that I, I, I you know, I find myself sometimes trying to get from my husband. Sister Mom told me he ain't got it anyhow. And the Lord said to me when I was reading you know, about Jacob and um, Esau and um, reading about Jacob wrestling with God. He told me, stop wrestling with your husband. And so as we talked a little more, you know, and I, like I said, I knew what he was talking about. And it's one of those things where, you know, I've been married. It will be 32 years in December. It will be 32 years that I have been married to my wonderful husband, Danny Wright. But as with any relationship, marriage has its stuff. It has its stuff. And my husband and I went through a difficult, difficult, difficult time, difficult time about four years ago. And the way I I was left feeling um, as a result of this situation I wanted my husband to do things to make me whole. You know, we went through some struggles and some things were said and done that broke me. And I was looking to him to restore me and to make me whole. And a lot of times the things that we want from our husband or our significant others Only God can give them to us. So a lot of the times when I would go to Danny or initiate these conversations or, you know, start talking about what I want and I need from him and it would turn into a big whole thing. And I don't think it was because he doesn't want to 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 give it. But what I need, the kind of restoration and and healing that I needed. He can't give it to me. And so it just turns into this whole big thing. And the thing I want you to understand, sisters, is just like the scripture says um, in, in verse 28, 
um, the, the, the man said to Jacob, you have struggled with God and with men and you have prevailed as a result of wrestling with God. Jacob prevailed. And what I am saying to you and what God showed me about me, I need to wrestle with him. Because sometimes when things happen in our lives, and I have a lot of pain and trauma in my past. And then when you when you get grown and you go through regular life stuff, marital stuff, you know, sister friend stuff, church hurt, um, issues on the job, what happens is some of that stuff that you had in the past gets triggered and it gets all stirred up. And you find yourself in a space and you begin to wrestle with the people that have triggered you and that have stirred up some things from your past. And you're trying to pull from them to make it right, to make right the things that they've done, you know, to to hurt you. And I'm telling you, they can't do it. They can't do it. So if this is resonating with any of my sisters, I'm telling you, stop wrestling with people that cannot give you the blessing that you're looking for anyhow, in Sister Mon's words. You're wrestling with the wrong people. Jacob said, for I have seen God face to face. And my life is preserved. How did he see God face to face during his wrestling match? He saw God face to face. So listen, we have to be okay with wrestling with God. Some things are just hard to deal with, right? And, you know, we, we, want, we want people to make it right. The people that have hurt us. We want them to make it right. And in some instances, it's really not anything that they can do other than say, I'm sorry. Like, what else do you want? The rest of that work to get over it is you staying in God's face, wrestling with him and bringing in your therapist or whatever else you have to do so that you can be restored from that pain. And so... This is what I'm saying. Okay, God, I hear you. So specifically to you, some of my sisters, let the men in your life that have hurt you, let them off the hook, sister. Let them off the hook. Whether it be your father, your stepfather, your husband, your brother, whomever. Stop wrestling with them and wrestle with God for your blessing, for your healing, for your deliverance. We are wrestling with the wrong people. You know, it it doesn't necessarily have to be a man. It could, you know, some of us are suffering pain um, as a result of how our mothers treated us, our mothers, you know, they didn't raise us. They weren't there. They hurt us. 
and we are wrestling with our mothers right now. Any chance we get, we're digging in. We want our mothers to say something to make it right. Listen, it is nothing that a mother can say for failing you in, in, in some of the areas that she's failed you. You know, she can say sorry all day long, but that does not take away some of the pain and the rejection and all of that stuff that we feel at the hands of our mothers, whether, you know, she did it deliberately or not. You know, I'm encouraging you right now, forgive her, let her off the hook and stop wrestling with her because the blessing that you need, the healing, the deliverance that you need from that situation with how your mother hurt you, she cannot give it to you. Only the Lord can give you that. He can give that to you. And sometimes, you know, you got to, well, all the time you have to do the work. And sometimes it's just hard. So I said that this episode was going to be shorter. I think I'm running up on a half hour. I am telling you, I don't, I don't have a lot of steps. I normally try to give you things that you could do to overcome certain things. But I'm telling you for each and every one of us, it is a very personal and individual walk. All I want to leave you with today, and I really want you to think about it, as we talked about in the first segment, your energy. Who are you spending your energy wrestling with? Who are you spending your energy wrestling with? I am encouraging you, if it is a person, stop wrestling with them. And wrestle with God for your healing. Stay in there with God, like Jacob said, until he blesses you. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't turn your back on God. Stay in his face. Wrestling represents up close and personal. Wrestle with the one that can give you the blessing that you're looking for. And a lot of times it's not in our husband's. It's not in our fathers. It's not in our mothers. It's not in the people that have hurt us. That is a match between you and God. Okay. Yeah, I'm telling you, I get it. Yes, Jesus, he loves me oh yes Jesus he loves me oh yes Jesus he loves me for the Bible tells me so. Mm. I surrender all. I, I surrender all, all to thee, 
my, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. Father God, in the name of Jesus, help us, God, to surrender all of our cares to you. Father, help us to stop wrestling with men. Help us to wrestle with you, O God, because it is from you that we will receive our blessing. Father, I pray that you will touch our hearts. Speak to us, O God, and we will listen. Instruct us, O God, and we will follow. We thank you, God, for who you are, and we thank you for always loving us. Help us to wrestle with you, O God, and to not give up on you because you have never, ever given up on us. In Jesus' name I pray and give thanks. Amen. And so I want to um, invite all of you to visit my website to learn more about me and get connected. Feel free to shoot me an email and share your thoughts about this episode or other episodes. If you want to stay up to date on what's going on on the show, I encourage you to subscribe and follow me on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to rate and review me in the app as this helps spread the word and grow my listenership. Share my podcast with everyone in your world that you think will benefit from this very timely content. Again, I thank you for tuning in and I look forward to sharing with you next week. Until then, peace and love.